baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Seven and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, six o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have fog and mist in the Wichita area now, and twenty nine degrees. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis drops out of the twenty twenty four presidential race. Governor DeSantis announced on X, formerly Twitter, that there is no path for victory this cycle and has suspended his campaign. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. He also reaffirmed his commitment to support the GOP nominee and made no secret he thinks former President Donald Trump is that candidate in his eyes. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. This, of course, leaves the former president and ex-UN ambassador Nikki Haley one-on-one for the GOP nomination. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The deadline for entering the Kansas presidential primary ended at noon Friday. So the stage is set. For Kansas Republicans, you have Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and Ryan Blinky. For Democrats, there's Joe Biden, Dean Phillips, Marianne Williamson, and Jason Palmer. Voters have until February 20th if you need to register for update your information. Early voting begins on February 28th, and Election Day is March 19th. A second suspect was arrested over the weekend in a fatal shooting that occurred last Tuesday. Wichita police say a 27-year-old suspect was taken into custody around 2 a.m. Saturday in the 1300 block of South Santa Fe. A 37-year-old suspect was arrested two days earlier. The pair were wanted in the fatal shooting of 35-year-old LaDante Ostrader in the early morning hours of Tuesday, January 16th. Police found the victim in the 900 block of South Market Street with a gunshot wound to his lower extremities. He was transported to a local hospital but died of his injuries. Both cases will be presented to the Sedgwick County DA's office this week. Rodney Price. KNSS News. The Ford County Sheriff's Office says two semis were involved in a fiery crash on U.S. 54 in western Kansas early Friday morning. The incident happened around 5.30 a.m. just west of Kingsdown. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, one of the semis was driving westbound on U.S. 54 and for an unknown reason crossed the center line. This caused a collision with a semi traveling eastbound. Both semis were found fully engulfed in flames. One of the drivers, a 35-year-old male from Amarillo, received suspected serious injuries and was taken to a Wichita hospital. The other driver, a 32-year-old male from Park City, did not receive any injuries. A section of U.S. 54 was closed for nearly eight hours while crews cleaned up the wreckage. Bill Hildebrand, KNSS News. The Kansas Supreme Court has upheld the death sentence for a man convicted of fatally shooting three adults and a toddler. The court's 6-to-1 majority ruled Friday that Kyle Flack did not clearly invoke his right to remain silent by saying he wanted to be taken back to jail before making statements crucial to his conviction. Flack was sentenced to die for the April 
2013 deaths of two men from Ottawa and a Kansas City area woman and her toddler. The adults' bodies were found on a farm, while the toddler's body was found in a suitcase in a creek. U.S. forces are coming under fire in Iraq by Iran-backed militias as tensions throughout the Middle East continue to rise. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson is just traveling with the president in Delaware. And this latest was the largest attack against U.S. forces inside Iraq since the October 7th massacre. And many White House officials say they don't want this thing to spiral out of control across the Middle East. U.S. forces have been striking Iran's rebel army in Yemen for the past 10 days, using warships, submarines, and U.S. Navy Super Hornets launching from the deck of the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower in the Red Sea. But despite the strikes, attacks on commercial shipping have continued. Some of the ballistic missiles evaded U.S. air defenses and hit the base in Iraq where the bulk of the 2,500 U.S. troops are deployed. And Thursday, a $32 million U.S. Reaper drone was blasted out of the sky for the second time since November. The U.S. continues to attack Houthi forces inside Yemen. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS, 609 now. Nine minutes past six o'clock here on this Monday morning. Tuesday, tomorrow, the Wichita City Council will hold a workshop in the first floor chambers at City Hall. Topics will include the citizen survey results and dashboard, economic development policy, and a discussion on the Kansas Open Records Act, Kansas Open Meetings Act, and a code of ethics briefing. Gasoline prices have remained steady over the last couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst Trippy Lundberg has details. The price of gasoline is not changed from two weeks ago. It is $3.18. Actually, there was a tiny rise, a fraction of a penny. And this is big news because this is after dropping 80 cents over 15 weeks. Lundberg says the price of oil actually went down by 40 cents a barrel over the past two weeks. The cost to put food on the table is still significant for most Americans. There's a good chance that you're paying over $1,000 a month for groceries and maybe more depending on where you live. New numbers from the Census Bureau put the average American family's grocery bill at over $270 a week. Those with kids are shelling out around $331 a week. Inflation, supply chain issues, and increased demand are all causing food prices to jump in certain parts of the U.S. 16 of the top 20 highest paying states for groceries were in the west and south. Paul Stevens, Fox News. An abandoned dog has been found with extra appendages. A spaniel found in a supermarket parking lot in London was born with six legs, but it's now just like any other dog. Ariel underwent surgery to have her extra limbs removed. She was named for the Little Mermaid character because the additional appendage with two paws at the end looked like a flipper. Vicki Black, the director of the veterinary hospital, says her facility had never seen a six-legged dog before, but Ariel now is doing brilliantly. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And right now in traffic, well, the traffic conditions are probably the biggest thing to note. We've got uh, now the report of uh, some fog and mist and freezing drizzle out there. Things could 
really be slippery. Be a good idea to be extra careful out there with uh, those reports that we're getting that uh, freezing fog, drizzle, mist, visibility listed at five miles uh, five miles uh, by the uh, National Weather Service. So, uh, again, be extra careful out there. Things could be slippery and visibility will be affected. Traffic update. From 98.7 at 1330 KNSS, I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A winter weather advisory has been issued across south central and much of southeastern Kansas for light freezing drizzle as we warm to around 35 this afternoon. That will transition to rain. Areas of precipitation again late tonight and overnight to our low 31. Then some fog Tuesday with a high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now freezing drizzle, fog, and 30 degrees. We have a south wind at 17 miles per hour with Steve and Ted in the morning. And looking at the radar this morning, there is an area of uh, rain, uh, actual rain. It doesn't show up on the Wichita radar uh, because it's so doggone light. But there is an area down covering southeast Kansas, the corner of southeast Kansas going uh, down toward Tulsa and then clear over into Missouri. This is all appears to be moving at the east northeast and uh, much of Missouri covered by rain. St. Louis clear up into into Illinois. Back to the west from Wichita and from south central Kansas to the west clear to Colorado Springs. Don't see a thing. So uh, for the for time being, that to the west, not much going on. Maybe we'll find some more coming in that way later on today. Today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. A cloudy, breezy day across south-central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday was 36 degrees. Normal high for the date, 44. We've hit that normal high once or twice over the past month or so. But other than that, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. On this date in 1943, a world record temperature increase occurred at Spearfish, South Dakota. When a Chinook wind caused temperatures to soar from four below zero to a balmy 45 degrees in just two minutes. An hour and a half later, the mercury free fell from 54 degrees to four below zero in 27 minutes. What a weird weather day in Spearfish, South Dakota. It's right up there in the, in the Black Hills. Oh, man. Wonder what, that's a freak day. On this date in 1973, the Supreme Court, in its Roe v. Wade decision, declared a nationwide constitution right to abortion actually in my opinion a sea change in our in our nation in uh, who we are and how we do politics and so forth that was a huge huge decision in 1973 and there are going to be people demonstrating and remembering that date today across the country from the from different aspects of opinion more than 300,000 people have signed a petition calling for a train conductor in Russia to lose her job after she threw a pet cat off a train, believing it was a stray. The white and ginger tomcat, known as Twix, escaped from his carrier on a train traveling between Yekaterinburg and St. Petersburg on January 11th. He was found by the conductor, who forcibly ejected the animal as the train was stopped in the town of Kirov, east of Moscow. Get out of here, you cat. Yeah. Wow. Hundreds of people banded together in sub-zero temperatures to search for Twix who was later found dead, sparking oh. widespread outrage on social media. Apparently, he tossed him. Yeah, that sounds was... like he tossed him. Mm. Didn't just let him down. I mm. wonder if they stopped first. I don't know. <laughs> but Twix is no more, and uh, some of the 300,000 Russian people who would never demonstrate for freedom of speech 
<laughs> Showed up to demonstrate for the demonstrate for Twix the cat. Yeah. Hmm. Here's one for you. A Kansas couple charged with fraudulently collecting more than $215,000 in retirement benefits on behalf of a dead relative. Well, they concealed his body inside their home for six years. Authorities say Mike Carroll's pacemakers showed that he, his pacemaker showed that he died in 2016 at the age of 81. But Overland Park Police did not discover his body until 2022 after his son-in-law, Kirk Ritter, called police to report his death in the Kansas City suburb. Prosecutors say Lynn Ritter and Kirk Ritter, both 61, continued dis- depositing and spending from Carroll's uh, bank account even while his body became mummified on a bed in the home he owned. My oh, man. <laughs> Family members uh, told the Kansas City Star they were led to believe Carol was still alive. Yeah, well, he wasn't, and nobody nope. was collecting those Social Security checks. Right. Illegally. Hmm. 616, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. A, a suburban Philadelphia man accused of stabbing to death a neighbor with whom he had feuded over an argument about the accused man snoring that could be heard through a wall connecting their homes. Apparently, this guy really did a freight train at night. Authorities say 55-year-old Christopher Casey killed neighbor Robert Wallace after Wallace removed a screen from a window in Casey's home as Casey was eating dinner Sunday. Police say Casey told them Wallace hadn't been menacing him or threatening him when Casey stabbed him. Casey's charged with three uh, third-degree murder and other offenses. He's he's, uh, jailed with a bail of $1 million. It all started because somebody was snoring too loud. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sure. All right. There's your nasty stories for today. Um, you can go ahead and eat breakfast after this. It's 617. Yeah. Stephen said in the morning here on KNSS. Thanks for the cat story, by the way. The cat yeah. story was, yeah. Good. <laughs> I like a good cat story on a Monday morning. I, well, was, I generally prefer it if the cats live through it, but sure. Yeah, yeah. it's nicer then. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> it was winner, a winner go home for the for the Chiefs. And, hey, we got some good news this morning. Our sports yep. Jad Chambers is in this morning for Ted. Jad? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs in Buffalo looking to punch their ticket to another AFC championship game. And it was kind of back and forth all game. A lot of offense. Something small was going to make the difference. And uh, with all apologies to any Bills fans who might be listening, here it was. You heard uh, Mitch Holtis with the call right here on KNSS. 147 to go in the game on fourth down and nine for Buffalo. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. Kansas City will next snap with a 34-yard And the Chiefs will take over at the point of the missed kick. Their own 34-yard line as Tyler Bass misses this wide to the right. Oh, listen to those fans. Oh, Uh, man. They're groaning. (laughs) They're groaning. Well, I don't blame them. Oh, oh, absolutely not. Buffalo fans, you know, in the past do not like missed field goals. No, no. Yikes. I'll tell you what, that the the Bills offensive line controlled that game for three quarters. It really did. They could run any time they wanted. Yep, that kind of vaunted Chiefs defense was a little bit bailed out by the offense this time. And it it has not been that way for a while. But, yeah, the Kansas City kind of getting their offense going and – they would hold on for the 27-24 win. Uh, here's Chiefs quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes after that win. He said 
Well, it's fun to play on the road. I love Arrowhead, but uh, it, it's always fun when you get to come together as a team and really just be like y'all versus, versus everybody and, and get the win. So uh, it's always great to be in great environments and uh, find a way to get a win. And that's exactly what they did. Figured out how to get that win. That's right. And, uh, yeah, that sets up an AFC championship game Sunday afternoon. The Chiefs on the road facing Baltimore. That is going to be one tough matchup. I told my wife, said, Kelsey's got to catch at least two or three touchdown passes for them to win. He caught two. Caught two. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were they were quite needed times. Uh, the Chiefs had right. gotten a couple of field goals, but they hadn't managed to get a touchdown. They really needed to get into the end zone, and that's when Kelsey got that first one. It was absolutely necessary. Great game. Really was. It's a good game. Not so good a game for Wichita State. Their losing streak stands at seven after a loss at South Florida yesterday afternoon. Turnovers, once again, a big problem for the Shockers. Uh, they dropped to 8-10, and 0-5 oh in the AAC. Uh, Wichita State missed 17 of 19 three-point attempts. Uh, uh, they, they missed 17 of 19. They made two out of 19? Yeah. Yeah. Shockers return home for a matchup in the Roundhouse Wednesday night, hosting the East Carolina Pirates. So, you know, hopefully they can get a win here at home and get things going. But, uh, yeah, 0-5 in the AAC for a, a start to that conference part of the season. You know what we say? Miss eight or ten threes, just keep shooting. Yeah. At some point, they're going to start falling. They do have to, but, you know, really... I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe time to switch things up a bit. Kansas State was plagued by the turnover bug as well, but they got a second-half rally, and they managed to beat Oklahoma State 70-66 to on Saturday night before a season-high 10,247 fans at Bramlage Coliseum. Uh, K-State improves to 14-4, and 4-1 and in Big 12 play. K-State begins a, another two-game road trip Wednesday night as the Wildcats travel to Ames, Iowa, to face number 24, Iowa State. Tonight, over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, tune in at 6 o'clock for the WSU Coaches Show with women's head coach Terry Nooner, followed at 7 by the Coaches Show with men's head coach Paul Mills. And that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 6.22 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta, menopause and the brain. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. 6.30 here on a Monday morning. Drizzle and fog and 30 degrees. Republican presidential hopeful and former President Donald Trump held a campaign rally in Rochester, New Hampshire Sunday. The former president opened his event by thanking former hopeful and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis after DeSantis announced he would be suspending his presidential campaign. They ran a, a really good campaign, I will tell you. It's not easy. They think it's easy doing this stuff, right? It's not easy. But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m., and in so doing, he was very gracious, and he endorsed me, so I appreciate it. Governor DeSantis said in a video on social media platform X that he did not see a path for him to become the nominee, and he's thanking his supporters. 
A man in his 20s is dead following a crash near Garden Plain, west of Wichita, Saturday evening. Sedgwick County Dispatch confirmed a single vehicle crash took place around 7.45 p.m. at the intersection of 23rd Street South and 263rd Street West. The vehicle was going west on 23rd Street South when the driver lost control just east of the intersection. The vehicle flipped over and ended up in a field. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Officials say three members of an air ambulance crew were killed when their helicopter crashed in Oklahoma. Air Evac Life Team says the crash was reported near Weatherford after the control center lost contact with the crew shortly in Saturday night. The helicopter was returning to base in Weatherford, 70 miles west of Oklahoma City, after completing a patient care transport to the hospital. The company did not say where the chopper was found and did not immediately release the victims' names. Gasoline prices remained stagnant over the past couple of weeks, with the national average for a gallon of unleaded regular staying at $3.18. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says there are a lot of factors which will determine where oil prices go from here, including OPEC's production cuts, Houthi attacks on merchant vessels in the Red Sea, and potential weather impacts on refining and production. It was actually down uh, 40 cents per barrel in these two weeks. So right now, both oil and gasoline appear to be suffering from some inertia. Tulsa has the lowest local national average right now at $2.50 a gallon. San Francisco Bay Area, the highest at $4.59. A bipartisan group of lawmakers is asking federal regulators to ban an over-the-counter substance known as gas station heroin. Tianeptine is an antidepressant developed in Europe in the 1960s. It's approved for use in more than 60 countries, but not the U.S., where it's marketed under many different brand names. The New Jersey Poison Center says inaccurately as a safer alternative to opioids, with unproven claims that it can improve brain function, treat anxiety, depression, pain, and opioid use disorder. The FDA says serious side effects can occur when people mix Tianeptine with other drugs, Nine states have already taken action to ban or severely restrict it. Jack Callahan, Fox News. And now a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A winter weather advisory continues in effect here in Wichita. We could see some light freezing drizzle that will transition to rain as temperatures warm just above freezing. Breezy at times. Then tonight, areas of rain or freezing drizzle late are low in the low 30s. We'll have fog to start the morning on Tuesday with a high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now drizzle, the freezing drizzle and fog in the Wichita area, 30 degrees. And we have a south wind at 17 miles per hour. 634, Steve and 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. About an hour from now, just about one hour from now, we will check in uh, with the uh, mayor, Wichita mayor, Lily Hu, for the uh, Mondays with the mayor. As we do, Steve and Ted, this will be her second week on the air with us. That comes up around 7, excuse me, 7.35 this morning. So maybe want to hang around for that. On this, this is January 22nd. On this date, uh, in 1997, the Senate confirmed Madeleine Albright as the nation's first female Secretary of State. That was in 1997. All right, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted's under the weather this morning. We won't be having him for this. Dad is... Helping to fill in this morning on the sports desk and with the blurs. So that's what we've got going on. A man who fell through the ice on a frozen Michigan lake was rescued after a quick-thinking 
state police officer used the stranded man's dog to get rescue equipment to him and drag him to safety. Michigan State Police say 65-year-old Traverse City man fell through ice-covered Arbutus Lake Thursday. Rescue captured on body camera shows Officer Cameron Bennett enlisting the man's dog, Ruby. (laughs) He attached a rescue disc tethered to a rope to the dog's collar and sent, sent her back to the man who was able to hang on and get pulled out over the thin ice. So I guess that's one way to do it. Of course, if, if you've seen it, I know most of you have seen It's a Wonderful Life. When they break through the ice at the very first, say, George Bailey. And what they did there is because they made a chain, and that's exactly what the Boy Scout handbook says you're supposed to do. If you can out it, if you've got the right conditions, you form a chain. But they didn't do that. They had the dog go out, let the dog rescue the man. So anyway, that's we got it done. Alabama is set to carry out the death penalty using a new method of execution this week. It's called nitrogen hypoxia, which causes a person to become unconscious and die by breathing pure nitrogen. It'll be used on uh, Kenneth Eugene Smith, convicted in a 1988 murder for hire. Smith survived a previous execution attempt by lethal injection in 2022. They didn't. They tried. They couldn't kill him. Only three states have approved nitrogen hypoxia, but it has never been used before now. It could become more common as the drugs used for lethal injections become more difficult to find. Smith is scheduled for execution Thursday. So, got to use a hydrogen on this guy. Oh, try, yeah. try to. Yikes. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. 636, uh, make it 637 here on a Monday morning. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the commodities this morning. We've got a commodities update with Mr. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Ted and Jab. Early trading on Friday was mixed for our cattle complex, with a few new highs for the week being made, but by the close, everything was negative. Now, the weekly beef exports were good at 22,000 metric tons, and Friday's cattle on feed report held no surprises as the numbers came in almost exactly the same as pre-report estimates. Lean hog futures Friday traded mixed and closed negative. On Friday's close, Feb live cattle 45 cents lower at 174.37. March feeders down 60 cents at 231.95 and Feb hogs 35 lower at 70.75. Now only the soybean complex closed negative Friday as the wheat corn and uh, soybeans could not hold their session highs but the soybeans did manage on the negative side. The weekly export sales were good Friday morning. The commitment of traders report showed for the third straight week, index funds were net buyers in the grain markets and the managed money accounts added to their net large long short net short position, sorry about that, in the futures markets. Now, the Dow Friday had all-time record high and close, and last week, March Casey Wheat lost $0.07, March Corn lost $0.02, and March Beans lost $0.11 for the week. Now, March Kansas City Wheat at the moment down $0.06.5 at $6.01.5, March Corn down a half a penny at $4.45, March Soybeans down a penny and a half at $12.11.75, March Crude Oil trading $0.14 higher at $73.40, February gold up 30 cents at $2,029.60. 
March S&P 19 points higher at 4,888 and a half. March dollar index down 11 cents at 102.96. And March Dow Jones futures still going up 71 points higher at 38,116. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. You know, Tom, I bundled up yesterday morning and decided I was going to go for a walk. First time this year. I haven't been out. I haven't been out. It's just been... Nasty, and I've gotten out of the habit. But I went out for a walk. It was 22 degrees. <laughs> wind, was, <laughs> wind wasn't bad. The little Arkansas completely frozen over, so the, the ducks and the geese could walk clear across without breaking through. But uh, it's going to be a while before that. From some of this ice melts. There's still, you know, we've got mounds of snow here in the, in the parking lot where they plowed up last week. So it's going to be a while, I guess. Well, huh? Yes, and we're lucky this morning we're not getting what they're getting south and southeast of us, that freezing rain. Yeah. It's got, yeah, it goes clear over, it looks like a huge area. It goes, most of Missouri is covered by moisture this morning. So they're getting some some yes. that way. This stuff we're looking at right yes, now is just a, just kind of a mist we're looking at, I guess. Huh? Yep, that's right. I saw videos this morning down in Oklahoma City that uh, people just sliding all over the place. Oh, really? Well, they, you know, <laughs> again, they, they have to relearn their driving once it eases, ices up like that. That could happen here, I That's, guess. Uh, Jan, what's the temp now? We have 30 right now. Yep. Uh, they're saying it's probably going to warm up enough that we won't have a problem. But did you, have we got anything going on right now, Jan, in traffic we need to know? Or? No, things are looking okay, okay right now. All right. Well, there you go, Tom. You got your, your traffic report from Wichita for you this morning. Fantastic. Jan up in the helicopter, right? Jan's up in the uh, KNSS uh, chopper. It's not really a, hel- <laughs> it's not really a hel- helicopter. It's a little thing we, we got from uh, uh, utility storage. It's chopper. It chops onions, but <laughs> <laughs> same name. <laughs> what was it that? What was the name of that company that used to do the pocket fisherman? Popeil? Yeah, remember the pocket fisherman? I remember that. I didn't remember the brand name. Yeah, I think it was Popeil Pocket Fisherman. You can take this thing right out of your back pocket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Weird. Jad, what's up? Well, I just got a call from one of our traffic trackers. Yeah. Uh, Mike said that he was driving from uh, uh, Newton to Wichita, and he said from. Uh, basically, Newton all the way to Park City, maybe 45 miles per hour. Roadway's very, ah, very slick. Okay, so take it easy out there. Yep. And you might not see some of these slick spots as well. All right. Hey, stay warm over there in Augusta today. We'll talk with you tomorrow morning, okay? Okay. Thank you, sir. That is uh, the KNSS uh, Commodities Effort with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. 641, Stephen Ted. Coming up, we've got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, six forty-seven on this Monday morning. Three big things 
three. Kansas City defeats Buffalo in the football playoffs next Sunday. Chiefs at Baltimore for the AFC crown. Two. Gasoline prices flat nationwide for the past two weeks. Average $3.18 a gallon. One. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis drops out of the Republican race for president, endorses Trump. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Got a call from another one of the traffic trackers. Rick gave me a call just a little bit ago. He was in Heston, and he said there in Heston, uh, things were about a sheet of ice on the roadways. So, uh, yeah, things are could be pretty treacherous out there. We've got uh, right around freezing temperatures and a little bit of a little bit of fog and freezing drizzle out there, and it's making for very slippery conditions on the roadways. Uh, we just now had report of a uh, slide off southbound I-135, pretty close to the ramp from 21st. Watch out this morning. Things are slippery. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. We have a 20% chance for rain, freezing rain, and fog today. And a high of 35 degrees. 40% chance for rain and freezing rain tonight. Overnight low 30. Tuesday cloudy. 10% chance for rain and drizzle. And a high tomorrow of 41 degrees. Now freezing drizzle, fog, and 30 degrees. We have a south wind at 17 miles per hour with Steve Ented in the morning. Some believe that Scott Peterson was not guilty of the 2002 murder of his wife, Lacey, and his unborn son, Connor. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. Scott Peterson could get a new chance at a trial after the Los Angeles Innocence Project announced they are taking up his case. Peterson was convicted of killing his pregnant wife, Lacey, after her disappearance on Christmas Eve 2002. While Scott initially helped look for her, he became the prime suspect after reports came out that he was having an affair. Her body wasn't found until April in the San Francisco Bay. The 51-year-old is currently serving a life sentence for the slaying of his spouse and their unborn child, Connor. The L.A. Innocence Project confirmed to Fox News Digital that they are representing Peterson and are investigating his claims of innocence, seeking evidence from the original trial. Peterson supporters argue that Lacey's murderers could have been suspects who allegedly burglarized a house across the street from his home. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Anna Eliopoulos with your Fox True Crime Minute. Wall Street ended the trading week Friday in positive territory. Stocks finishing the trading week sharply higher with both the Dow and S&P 500 notching record closes. Investors digested fresh economic data that included a positive reading from the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Gauge for January. Well, Chicago's Fed president said the central bank could start cutting interest rates this year if the Fed continues to make surprising progress on inflation. Shares of travelers' companies jumping 6% into record territory after the property casualty insurance said lower catastrophe losses help produce record profits. The Dow winners, Travelers, Salesforce, and McDonald's. The Dow decliners, United Health Group, Walmart, and Procter & Gamble. The Dow up 395, the S&P 500 up 59, the Nasdaq added 255. Tom Graham, Fox News. 655 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It's time for Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Stephen Ted. You know, planning is the hallmark for a successful retirement. This year, there are a number of changes that can affect your retirement plan. Now, unlike the barrage of bad news that we often hear from Uncle Sam, most of this will be good for your bottom line. I like that. 
Well, the first is the Social Security Cost of Living Adjustment. Checks this year will rise 3.2%. That's about 55 bucks per month on average. It's not quite the 8.7% boost that we saw in 2023, but it's still pretty darn good news relative to COLA raises. The last time we saw a raise close to this was 2011 when it went up 3.6%. Survivors and spousal benefits will also increase. If you're still working, 401k and IRA limits increased, allowing you to put more into tax-free or tax-deferred accounts. Contributions, uh, contributors rather, can put $7,000 away with another $1,000 as a catch-up if they're older than 50. 401k participants can sock away $23,000 and add another $7,500 if you're 50 or older. If you have contributed to a 529 college savings plan for your youngins, some of that money can be converted to a Roth IRA if there is a balance of the kids uh, and the kids decide against college or if you just have a balance left in there. This year, you can roll over as much as $35,000 to a Roth IRA free of income or tax penalties. And, of course, there are some restrictions you need to look into. So talk to your tax person about that. Beginning this year, employers without a retirement plan can offer a starter 401k deferral only account. Limits are $6,000 annually, $7,000 for 50 plus year olds. Employers are not allowed to make contributions to the account and auto enrollment is required. The Social Security wage base is increasing as well. The Fed will only tax the first 168600 for Social Security. That may not be great for uh, great news for higher earners, but on the benefit side, the maximum Social Security benefits climbed more than 300 bucks a month to $4,873 a year at age 70. Now, that would be the payout, once again, for somebody who waits till age 70 to collect those maximum benefits. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267 267- And we like to talk about films from now and then because your background, you you, uh, had a career in movies for a while. And uh, I I saw a movie over the weekend that I had forgotten, pretty much forgotten about on Turner Classic, Gypsy Moths. Oh, my goodness. Filmed at Benton, Kansas. Did you know that? I I do. I think I've heard something about that. I've never seen the film. Is it good? Is it a good movie or is it? It's okay. I mean, it's got Burt Lancaster in it. uh, Wow. And Gene Hackman. And uh, what's Deborah, it about? Deborah, Deborah Carr. What's it about? These three guys who do this, this stunt parachuting and oh. all crowds and whatnot. And they go around the country and the barnstormers. Barnstormers. Oh, and that's great. A little bit about that. And it's, it's interesting. I see uh, Frankenheimer directed this. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I, what else did he direct? Was it? Oh, he's been. I mean, he did some stuff in the 80s and 90s, I thought, as well. Yeah. You know, much later. Yeah, this is John back in Frankenheimer. Yeah. 1970, I think it was in. Uh, the guy I was working with at the time, Chuck Schechter, went over and inter- he interviewed Frankenheimer. I remember that. Wow. But it's it's, uh, it's kind of a weird movie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. But, that's cool. But, and they filmed it all over there in Benton. Sure, they got a lot of people got some money to be seconds and whatnot. Ooh, the so, extras in yeah, there. Actually, yeah. National Polka Dot Day. I know you're going to celebrate this. It, oh, yeah. Um, it also uh, honors one of America's and animation's most popular characters in fashion, v- Diva. Betty Boop. Minnie Mouse. Oh, Minnie Mouse. Yeah, I guess so. Polka dots refer to fabric printed with spots. The word first appeared in the 1857 Godey's Ladies Book 
a women's magazine out of Philadelphia. Polka dots. I guess it has nothing to do with polka. Uh, how did they come up with that one? Yeah. Wow. No, no. Interesting. I like polka dots. Well, I'm, I'm sure going to run out and celebrate it. It's a polka dot uh, running pants or something. Yeah, because all these all these dates that you come up were so relevant in my yeah, life. I know. I tried to do that for you. <laughs> you need a little relevance. I, I need some relevance. Yes, thank you. All right, thank you, Don. Coming thank up, you. Uh, Stephen Hill in the morning. Coming up here at the top of the hour in our news this morning, DeSantis suspends his campaign. We have the story on the way. Stephen Hill in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. The Air Capital Network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 